Proteus Leadership proudly presents the Let's Go, Let's Grow podcast with Des Penny, co-CEO and founder of Proteus Leadership. Hi everyone, welcome to the Let's Go, Let's Grow podcast. I'm Des Penny and today I want to talk about the importance of giving your ideas a better chance of success by getting all your ducks in a row. Someone told me recently that they had a list of ideas that I should adopt for my business and although I was very thankful for their interest, my response was this. I'm not short of ideas, in fact I have a car park full of them. It's more about the resources to make them happen and the ability to manage them so they're sustainable. So it was really more about getting everything in place around the idea. And this made me think about a story from my childhood. I remember as a child going to my grandparents' farm just outside of Adelaide in South Australia. In fact, I lived on the farm for long periods and went to school there. And right across the lounge room wall of the farmhouse was a row of plaster ducks, all positioned in perfect line with a definite leader and a group of followers. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this, or maybe you still have them in your home. I hope not. There was just something about the row of ducks that always caught my attention. Even though my grandparents' house was full of every type of ornament and embroidery and there were doilies everywhere. Now don't get me started on doilies. After living for years with doilies everywhere, I now think that I have a doily phobia. Not sure if that's a real thing, but I've just created it. Anyhow, each of the grandkids, and there were many, had their names written on the bottom of each ornament throughout the house just in case Granny died. This meant in our own minds, that we were then entitled to that object in the will. Well, my claim was a fish tank full of stuffed birds of prey that my grandmother promised me. It seemed absolutely gross and cruel now, and something out of an Adams Family movie. But as a child, they fascinated me, and I didn't know any better, so they were mine. In fact, they were in the bedroom that I slept in, and today that would absolutely scare the life out of me. When my grandmother did die, well into her 90s, one of my aunties, who I never did like and still don't, swooped in like one of the birds of prey in the tank and claimed them as hers. She didn't really want them. She just thought that they'd be worth a few dollars and so she got them and sold them immediately. But in hindsight, I don't know what I would have done with them or where I would have put them in any case. But in my mind, at the time, Granny was leaving them to me. I think, though, that they were actually far more suited to my auntie's personality. But we won't go there because we're nice, aren't we? Anyhow, I digress back to the ducks on the lounge room wall. It just seemed that most people, as they walked through the lounge, without discussing it, made it their business to straighten the ducks up if they had slipped and weren't in perfect unison. It's a bit like people needing to straighten a crooked picture. I certainly do that. It was just an unwritten rule that the ducks had to be in a perfect row because any one of them out of place somehow upset the whole effect. Maybe experts would unpack this to explain something about our anally retentive personalities, but some people never even notice that they were crooked. You know, running an organisation or a department and leading it into the future right now is just like the row of ducks on the wall. 
Changes in what we do and how and where we work from and new technology requires us to be far more diligent and organised. And I know some leaders and companies are constantly working to keep things current and relevant, while others are more like a flock of pigeons and ducks all over the place, scavenging for scraps with no structure or sense of purpose and are leaving their future to the currents that carry them. You see, if we don't have alignment in our lives, then we're destined to constantly be frustrated and lacking any real sustainable direction. Unfortunately, when this does happen, we can become very cynical and judgmental, and that helps absolutely nothing. So we must prepare for the future, otherwise we will repeat the mistakes of the past. Anyone who leaves their destiny to chance or completely in the hands of others is destined to achieve far less than they could have if they'd been prepared to get all their ducks in a row and continue to straighten them up when they got out of alignment. You know, recently I wrote an article on creating a culture of innovation and some of the steps that we need to take for that to happen. And in the article, I mentioned the disappearance of the standalone entrepreneur and the replacement by intrapreneurs. In other words, a return to every one of us leading future innovation, not just a few. But as important as innovation is to be sustainable, it needs to be built on constantly because it is hard work, both mentally and physically. And unless we maintain the idea and get all of our ducks in a row, then what looks so promising at the time will often not last because one part of it is now out of line and needs to be straightened. But do you know what I love about the sight of ducks or geese flying in a V-shape across the sky? They share the load. No one bird stays the leader. They all take their turn when the leader gets tired and together they achieve their goal just like we see in a cycling team road race. How amazing is that? So what does it mean to get all our ducks in a row in our organisations? Well, it simply means that with innovation, risk and increased productivity comes administration and process, accompanied by strong decision-making, sophisticated project management and a gritty determination to push through the inevitable tough times. Sounds like a lot, doesn't it? And these are the ducks that I'm talking about and often the ducks that are crooked or not even noticed. But just one of them out of a line or one step left out of the process changes the whole impact of the idea. Because leadership and innovation are more than just having the idea or in fact rolling that idea out. They're about ensuring that our ideas and decisions are sustainable that they move us forward and create new opportunities that constantly motivate us to be better and different. And this simply means that unless we pay attention to every detail and manage innovation, then the project will be out of balance and ineffective, wasting precious resources and time and leaving people disillusioned, making it much harder to introduce it again next time. You know, I've seen so many people and great ideas lost because they were not prepared to work past the idea to bring it to life and then build it. I know we all want to be successful both personally and professionally, 
But to do that, we must recognise that our ideas need to be lived and managed. We need to operate with both our head in the clouds and our feet well and truly planted on the ground. I'm sure you know people, just like I do, who live with their heads in the clouds all the time, having lots of ideas but very little substance or follow-through, and they usually get bored with the idea when things get tough. And on the other hand, there are those people we know who check everything and bog an idea down in bureaucracy. So for an idea to come to life, we need to think creatively, but also be prepared to manage the process. Because innovation is not airy-fairy, it is a process, and we must use both sides of our brain. And when we realise this, we begin to take far better care of our ideas. Nothing ever runs smoothly, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad idea. And to be an effective leader in today's workplace, we need to be able to create ideas, implement them, and then manage their road to success. So, how can we ensure that our ducks are in a row and that our ideas get the best chance of success? Well, here are six tips that I hope will help you to move forward with your great ideas. Tip one, we must look forward with excitement, not hesitancy. Building a sustainable future does not happen through hit and miss ideas and activities. A leader needs to be a warrior of hope. And we must be completely committed to our ideas and projects, believing that they will actually pave the way for opportunity and success. Because people will never support an idea that's shaky or approached in a hesitant way. They want to work at something that has a great chance of success and see a clear picture of how the idea will bring about positive change for them. They want to work with a leader who sees the big picture and no matter what's happening remains positive. So, if you do want a sustainable future, then you must believe in what you are trying to achieve and approach it with vigour and enthusiasm not hesitancy. Remember, enthusiasm is absolutely contagious. Tip number two, adapt to your changing environment. It simply does not matter how old you are or how long you've been doing something, change is happening all around us constantly and we must adapt. Research tells us that people who have a fixed mindset will not only have a miserable life, but they will create the same misery for the people around them. I'm sure that you have seen that demonstrated by people close to you, or in fact, you may even do it yourself at times. And as blunt as this statement might be, I actually make no apologies for it, and it's this. We need to adapt to our changing environment or Get out of the way and let others with vision get on with the job. By the way, that statement will only offend people who are actually in the way. Tip number three, build innovation into everything you do. I've spoken and written about this so often, but I cannot speak about building a sustainable future without again highlighting the need for everyone within the organisation to adopt an innovation mentality. The future will not be created by a single organisation guru anymore. It will be created and led by everyone, thinking about how things could be done better 
and then feeling safe enough to act on their convictions. And I believe that if we spend as much time on building the innovation DNA into our businesses and our leaders as we do in managing chaos, then we would see a total shift in both behaviour and productivity. You know, most of the answers that we need for ourselves and for our businesses are right there in front of us, but we must be brave enough to seek them out and then to act on them. Tip number four, the paradox of technology. You know, embracing technology means getting rid of that thinking that believes that technology will replace everything. It simply won't. What technology is doing is allowing us to do what we do better and differently, and then some. It's not a fad anymore. It's a part of the world we live in and what building a sustainable future is all about. Using the analogy of getting our ducks in a row, technology is currently the leading duck on the wall, and we get and when we get in line with it and embrace where it's taking us, then we will be in unison with each other. We're so privileged to be living in a time where technology is moving so quickly and allowing us to do the things that we never thought possible. And now we're being introduced to AI, for goodness sake. Wow, talk about shaking up our lives. We haven't seen anything yet. However, as good as technology is, it must, like everything else, be challenged and be appropriate for the situation. I've seen many people in businesses just accept pieces of technology because everyone else had. So we must be selective and embrace the things that help us to be more productive and move us forward not introduce systems that bog us down and create more bureaucracy. One size definitely does not fit all when it comes to technology and social media. Embrace it, but be selective and choose the bits that take you forward and embrace your thinking and your idea. Remember, technology just gives us a new set of skills and a different toolbox to work with. That's all but it is an important part of the process. Tip number five. We're currently in a period of time where the catch cry is to work smarter, not harder. I agree with this, but again the paradox is that the smarter we work, the more productive we are and the more ideas we make happen, which results in needing to work even harder. But you cannot achieve anything meaningful without work and a good work ethic. And that includes working hard. Yes, working hard, that's why they call it work. So if we are always looking for shortcuts and ways to cut down on our workload, then we'll certainly frustrate ourselves far more than if we got on and did it and made a few mistakes along the way. Sure, look for better and more efficient ways to achieve the results you're aiming for, but never be under the misconception that anything is achieved without hard work. That's why some people succeed and others don't. Some people are dreamers, always coming up with ideas but never making anything happen. And others are schemers, always looking for shortcuts and ways that they can beat the system. And others just get on and make it happen. If you truly want to build a sustainable business, then never resent the hard work that you have to put in. Because in the middle of it all is the place where our lessons are learned. Tip number six, my last tip, make it happen. 
Getting all your ducks in a row means that we understand the importance of the previous five steps. It's not either or, it is embracing all of them with the same level of passion and commitment and then working hard to bring about positive, sustainable results. I'm incredibly optimistic about the future of business and leadership in Australia, but I'm also very aware that to bring about the changes that we desire is up to us and it will depend on the attitude we have towards growing ideas and seeing them through or letting them go too early. So next time you're at Grandma's house, or in fact your workplace, straighten the ducks up and get them back into order so that they are all heading in the same direction. Because this is the only way that we can build sustainable lives and sustainable businesses. But keep coming up with those ideas. But if you want to bring them to life and give them a better chance of success, recognise and action the things that you need to do. Remember, keep straightening your ducts and keep them in a row. They will not only look better, but they will also result in much better outcomes. Also, remember, innovation is an exciting process that we all have the capacity to adopt if we have the desire. So whatever it is you've been thinking about, go make it happen. You've been listening to the Let's Go, Let's Grow podcast. I'm Des Penny, thanking you for listening and I encourage you to sign up on your favourite podcast platform so that you can enjoy further episodes as they drop.